Good evening, folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dead City Drive-In. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And usually we would be doing a regular episode, but instead it's... Why would I say usually? I don't know. This is just a commentary episode, guys. Yeah, we, we, we were starting to do these pretty usually, so, you know. I, I also like to think that when I introduce the episodes like this, it's as if nobody has read the description or clicked on the thing already like it's some big surprise to them that holy fuck it's a commentary episode well people don't read the description but it will say commentary with an exclamation mark Ah, (laughs) it has been exclaimed but if you don't know what this is this is a special commentary episode and what movie are we doing tonight chris lucio fulci's 1979 masterpiece zombie A.K.A. Zombie Due. A.K.A. Zombie? A.K.A. Zombie. What are all the titles for this movie? Uh, Go through, man. Start listing them. uh, 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 Oh, my God. I don't even have them. I can't even find them. There's there's literally so many uh, titles for this movie. A.K.A. Dude, what the fuck? I prepped. I had this thing pulled up so I could give a bunch of names right off the bat. You fucking asshole. Look, it just didn't happen. Oh, 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 oh here we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, 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 it's also been, a.k.a. Sanguela. Sanguela. Ooh, nice and bloody. There. The Island of the Living Dead. Ooh, well, that actually is probably the best title so far. Zombie Flesh Eaters. Uh, okay, yeah. You called that. You said zombie, mm-hmm. but you didn't say zombie, the dead walk among us. Ooh, well, that's the sub... Well, I guess they could subtitle that, but that was one of the things that they had on some of the cover boxes and everything for some of the releases. Did they have this one? Le Ultimi Zombie. The ultimate zombie? Yeah. How about this one? How about Voodoo, l'enfer des zombies? Voodoo, l'enfer des zombies? <laughs> yeah. The hell of the zombies? How about Zombie 2, the deader among us? Didn't we just say that? No, that was just Zombie, the deader among us. Oh, okay. How about... uh? Well, they call it Zombie 2 because in 78, when George Romero's dawn of the dead was released it was released in italy as zombie dawn of the dead that's right and the thing about italian copyright laws is you are allowed to call a movie anything you want in italy Mm -hmm. you could literally make a movie about uh et the extraterrestrial part two part two and get away with it that's what they did with this movie although we'll get into it maybe a little bit later Night Skies, uh, a.k.a. Zombie 6. You could do it. There's a lot of uh, crazy movies with these weird titles. Um, But let's go, guys. We're sitting here in our Plymouth Fury, cozying up in our uh, uh, 
I can I can never bench seats. I can never remember if it's bucket seats or bench seats. Well, slide on over here and that'll tell you that it's a bench seat. Yes. Why Brandon? <laughs> I don't know what that noise would insinuate that I'm doing. It's one of the mutant rats. <laughs> so we're sitting it's here, guys, and we're giving ourselves a little screening of our own little favorite kind of movie. And in keeping with our tradition, we are sticking with the sequels of movies. And <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's Zombie 2 and has nothing to do with Zombie 1. <laughs> it's close enough, yeah, it's it's close enough that we can yes. get away with this. Uh, legally, you see in the Dead City mm-hmm. drive-in. It's very similar to Italian copyright law here, too. And because lawyers are fucking blood-sucking vampires and everything like that, it's very fitting at this drive-in that our lawyer's actually a blood-sucking vampire. But anyway. (laughs) So here's how this works, guys. We're going to watch the movie together. Uh, Now, I guess the, the thing about Zombie is... There are a lot of versions of this movie out there, Mm -hmm. but I feel like now that we're past the fucking 90s, uh, things are a little better. I feel like any version of this that's out there, like for streaming availability, is going to be the proper uncut version. Put it this way. We're watching the version. Now, uncut, is that uncircumcised? I mean, because this is Italy, and they don't really snip the tip there, do they? Um, I wouldn't know. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can ask a couple people for you if you really want to know. Um, but here's the deal, guys. We're watching, uh, we're actually, we have this uh, wonderful Blu-ray that Blue Underground put out uh, a few years ago. Um, but it's just for you guys to know, it's the 92-minute cut. So any version of this that you're going to be trying to watch, make sure it says 92 minutes. And that's how you'll know we're in the same one. Mm-hmm. And the way that this commentary special works is... We sync up together to watch the movie together. Yeah. It's like we're all hanging out as best yeah. friends. It's almost like a really, really weird version of MSK342. Except Tease. we try not to shit all over the movie. Um, yeah. And we don't have any puppets. <laughs> Except for, the, I mean, that rat that's sitting on the back seat is a real rat. I mean, that's not a puppet rat. We need to name him. Uh, you know, honestly, with, with the mutant rats that we have around here, he might even be able to talk. I don't want to find out. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, what we're going to do just, is... Just throw him a fucking nacho, and maybe he'll leave us alone. <laughs> we're going to put the movie on, uh, but here's how it works. We're going to say we're gonna count down. We're going to do a three, two, one countdown, and when we say three, two, one, we're going to say, bang! Fuck it, we're just going to do that. Yeah! All right, and that is your cue to press play, but here's the deal. You're going to put your copy of Zombie 2 in, on, however you want to watch it, and the second, the, the movie literally just starts right up. There's not even mm-hmm. any logos. It just, from a black screen to a shot of a man pointing a gun. And the second that that gun comes into frame, it's literally less than a second. So yeah, once you see the gun, hit pause. Yes. And then you're going to hear us say, three, two, one, bang, and on bang, press play, and we will be in sync, and we will be able to watch Zombie Duet together. I thought we were going to be the Backstreet Boys. Have I made that joke before? We did. <laughs> we did. Shit. That's in the Ghostbusters 2 commentary. I'm an unoriginal bastard. <laughs> unoriginal bastard. You just you just don't remember, that's all. Well, that's true. And, I've, and, and guess I've what? killed a lot of brain cells since that commentary. <laughs> and also, Chris. What? 
this could be somebody's first commentary listen, so they won't know. So they hear the Ghostbusters 2, they're going to be like, they fucking recycled the same joke. As far as I'm concerned, just tell the jokes over and over. Yeah, there we go. So we're going to recycle our instinct joke. Here we go. And no, I'm just kidding, guys. Redundant motherfuckers. All right, is everybody ready? Let's do a test. It's going to go put your movie on. We're going to go three, two, one, bang. And that's when you will press play on your film. So gather up your copy. Get it going. Here we go, guys. If you needed to pause us, that was the time to do it, because we're starting this shit right now. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, give us the countdown. Three, two, one, bang! And this is what James Bond sees. Here we are, guys. Zombie 2. It now, just, that's directly out of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, there's a lot here that uh, Fulci... Um, appropriated? Appropriated. <laughs> well, look, if we can say it about Tarantino, we can say it about Fulci. It's okay to, yeah. to take some homages. There it is, guys. Zombie. Zombie. Beautiful. We get this incredible Fabio Fritzi score. Tisa Farrow. Wasn't she? What, I mean, she didn't do a lot of movies. Ian McCullough, not from Echo and the Bunnymen, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, Richard Johnson. So that's Dick Johnson. What a name! Al Cliver. It would have been great. Maybe if... it's Cleaver. <laughs> Gay. It's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Stefania Demario. Ooh, I can't wait to see that's my favorite. Me, the there Mario. she is. Look at Olga how much Olga Carlatos' name is massive compared to yes. everyone else. And it's probably because she gets the Elisa most famous Elisa Briganti. Yes, yes. Gianetto De Rossi. That means red. He, you might know him as the director of Killer Crocodile 2. Yes. <laughs> Fabio Frizzi. Excellent, excellent score by Fabio. What's great about the score is if you have the soundtrack album, they're literally just called Sequence 1, Sequence 2, Sequence 3. So it's like you can never tell which one is which. Which is fascinating because there's a band called Zombie, spelled the Italian way. And on one of their albums, they call their songs Sequence 1, Sequence 2, etc., etc. Oh, it's the Twin Towers. Oh, oh and it's uh, Johnny Depp's pirate ship. Oh. The Black Pearl? Yes. Sure. Oh. One of uh, one of two scenes shot in New York yep. to make it feel, I guess, American? Well, I mean, after they saw the success of Romero's Dawn of the Dead, they said, well, let's get a little U.S. stuff in here to kind of make it a little more successful in America. Well, should we talk about that a little bit? Um, well, sure, man. I mean, so, yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, Dawn of the Dead was a really big hit. Hey, look, it's the Staten Island Ferry. In Italy. Yeah, uh, huge hit. Dario Argento, of course, was a producer on that film. And actually connect Romero with Goblin, who did the the music for the That's movie. right. And, um, hey, it's in Lady a few years, Liberty. the Ghostbusters are going to make that thing walk across that harbor. Yeah. Um, and, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. There it is again. Um, City of New York, Staten Island Ferry. Doesn't Spider-Man save that? Isn't that in a Spider-Man movie? Doesn't he? Probably. It's basically like another Spider- They're all the same movie. Um, So, Dawn of the Dead was released in Italy as Zombie. Zombie, Dawn of the Dead. 
I'm sure you guys knew this already, but it was a really, really big hit, and they wanted to capitalize on the success. <laughs> so they hired people to make a, a movie, a zombie movie. And um, one of the first people that they uh, they uh, tried to get to direct the movie was Enzo Castellari, yes. Chris. Um, who... <laughs> I love Enzo. I love Enzo movies, uh, but you know he's uh, primarily known, at least at this time, as a as a uh, an action director. Mm-hmm. So he turned the movie down. Yeah, but he did suggest. I got a buddy. My my buddy's name is uh, Lucio Fulci. Why don't you give a Lucio a call? And at this point, Fulci was not known for directing horror films. Yeah, he is a a, a, renaissance, a true Renaissance man as a filmmaker, though, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean he had done some Jalo stuff prior to this i mean don't touch your uh, don't torture a duckling which is probably my favorite fulci movie is it yeah i love that movie wow i love it don't yeah. torture a duckling yeah. what your, is your favorite yeah, my, fav- my favorite fulci movie yeah because most of the other fulci movies i'm sorry we've talked about this before i get them all fucking confused yeah because the dude just started churning out so after those are real cops by the way clearly actually the guy on the right Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Never mind. Um, Fulci had been making action movies. He did a little bit of everything. Yeah. West, spaghetti westerns, uh, comedies. Yeah. Um, and so this He's was... a real journeyman. Yeah, he was. He was a true journeyman filmmaker. And this was, um, this was let's just say, his first foray into straight horror, if not giallo. Or right? gay horror. What? You said <laughs> oh. straight horror, and I said gay horror. <laughs> well, because Oretta Gay is in the mm. movie. Hey, man, um, queer horror is awesome. And uh, this set him on a path to infamy, really. Yeah. I mean, after this, he just went on a rampage <laughs> directing movie after movie and became known for his uh, graphic and actually pretty subversive horror films. They actually called him Il Maestro. So I understand, Chris, why they blend together for you because right after this movie... He churned out a trilogy of films that are really dreamy and weird. Uh, this is you go with like The Beyond, mm-hmm. City of the Living Dead, uh, House by the Cemetery, mm-hmm. um, which all pretty much have Catriona McCall in them. They do, and <laughs> which all is have part of the reason of why I and, fucking lose my mind and, and they're get all confused. Borderline stream of conscious films. Yes, Zombie, however, is a pretty straight narrative. I mean, this movie, this movie fucks, Chris. Oh, yeah. Like, unwrapped, let's get in, get out, get in, get out. (laughs) Hey, man, you said it, all right? Hey, let me ask you this. trying to support. Oh, look. Bugs. Fulci loves his bugs. He loves his gross worms, dude. Those are like centipedes and shit. They're gross. I don't want them around. But yeah, no, seriously, these cops brought their own uniforms. They were off-duty NYPD officers, and uh, yeah. It's crazy, because they're such good actors. Yeah. <laughs> you would well, look, never know. There's a half-eaten hand. Uh-huh. Another De Rossi work right there. All right, and here we go. And actually, this character right here, or at least the actor uh, portraying him, his name is... Captain Haggerty. That's the guy's name. Get out of here. His first name is Captain. Captain Haggerty. Is he like a Captain Lou Albano? Yeah. I, I, is that I, Mario? I, I, I would assume so. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Ew. Yeah, nice and bloody. 
Um, but the funny part was, is the story goes, or legend has it, that Captain Haggerty, after filming this, this day, goes up to the Bowery to a little bar called CBGB's. <laughs> yeah. And walks into the bar and sits down and has a couple drinks. And he's completely still in costume, <laughs> covered in fake blood and mud and shit caked all over him and everything like that. And nobody paid him fucking mind at all because, I don't know, if you know anything about CBGBs in, in the late 70s, in the early 80s, uh, he really doesn't look all that out of place. Yeah, probably what was happening is his television was on like a, a minute... 17 of Marquee Moon. Yeah, or, you know, Richard Hell in the Void. <laughs> yeah, I was playing a one note guitar solo, yeah. and everybody was just enthralled by David Byrne, uh, you know, dancing around with Debbie Harry. Do you think that's a true story? The the story about this of Captain Haggerty doing um, that? Or do you think it's just a. Well, either way, I, apocryphal. Just I, kinda... I want to believe. Um. It's fucking New York, dude. I mean, the shit that I've seen, like. Uh, just visiting New York and everything makes me think, yeah, hey, that's Fulci. That's Fulci right there. There he is, yeah. sans beard and glasses. Yeah, he's actually, I guess, the newspaper editor. Good call, Chris. Good catch. He's in almost all of his movies from this era. Yeah. And he even stars in one. Yeah. Uh, the Black Cat is about Fulci, the filmmaker, and Yeah, totally. That's Mad totally Man. Fulci. There he is. He looks so different without his beard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, Chris, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. What is your... Can you think back to the first time you saw Zombie 2 or Zombie, whatever the fuck it was called when you saw it? The first time that I actually watched the movie or my first impression of the movie itself? Because, no. I mean, this is an interesting thing that I think we need to touch on okay. as well, okay? I was well aware of this movie when I was probably six or seven years old. Yeah, I mean, it's an infamous film. Yeah. But the reason I was aware of this movie were for two reasons, okay? The video store that we had in my hometown, up above the actual counter where you would check out your videos, there was a poster for Zombie. And it says right on the poster, we are going to eat you, Chris. And it's the image of this kind of just bald, crusty, skull-like zombie with a bunch of fucking worms stuck in its eye. The word zombie is Mm -hmm. bold and red right above it. And underneath is that matter-of-fact statement, we We are are going going to to eat you. you. And that zombie does not look like it can be ra- reasoned with. No. It is ready to fucking eat you, and I just want to... I'm saying that because as a kid, I would see that in the video store, mm-hmm. and the stark matter-of-factness of that image on the VHS scared the shit out of Forever me burned in my brain. That is one of those movie posters, and definitely the cover box was the same, yes. pretty much. And that's what I remember. That, you know, I can always remember... like. You know, my parents as a seven, eight-year-old or whatever wouldn't let me go and rent a fucking horror film. But believe me, while we were in the video store and they were looking for movies to get, I was going around and looking at all the fucking cover boxes and reading the backs of them Same and here, just man. imagining what these movies are like. You know, Dawn of the Dead was another one of those ones that like made a... I, I can see it in my head which right cover, now. Which cover? Which was the VHS that uh, you recall? The VHS cover was the multiple images of Roger. Okay. So yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. Not, it was not actually the, uh, the airport zombie 
you know, with uh, no, it's the the, th- the it's, triptych it's, it's, of it's, Roger. It's the three pictures of Roger. The spoiler turning. image, yeah, exactly. And then on the back of it is a picture of um, I'm trying to think here. The uh, I think, I think the, 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 the es- woman, it's the, the blue faced woman. Well, yeah, it's well, the nurse. It's the nurse zombie. The nurse, yeah. And I think the escalator zombie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that. I know that one on the back of it and everything. So you know that was a big deal. And of course, this movie as well. Just now, was it a clamshell for Dawn of the Dead or for yeah, Zombie? For Dawn. Uh, yeah, actually, I think it was a clamshell. That's, that's the one that I had to. Yeah. I actually owned that. Yeah. I still do. I still have it to this day. And it was the 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 two hour cut. Oh, okay. Whichever version that was. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah. Any, we're talking about. Fulci, not yes. Romero. Sorry, um, but yeah, it was just it made an impression on me, and it wasn't until I was in high school that I actually, you know, saw Zombie. What, just because that was when you were like, I can now do this on my own. Yeah, accord. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I one of my first jobs was working at a video store. Same here. That was for, my first job. I worked for Turtles. Uh, yeah, that's mu- right. Music and movies. And uh, there were so many movies now where I'm kind of like, well, shit, I can go through and all the movies that I always wanted to watch and could and stuff. Now I can get them for fucking free, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I got, you know, caught up on a lot of things that I had not been able to see as a youngin. Wait a second. The sheet is moving. Oh, now, no. When when you so you rented this movie, mm-hmm. you watched it. And yep. how how was it for you? To be honest with you, there were things I really liked about it, um, things that I'm not going to spoil because we're going to talk about them a little bit more once we kind of hit those points sure. in the movie and everything. So there were a couple of things that I thought were really, really frigging awesome. But also, I mean, I was a huge Romero fan, so the fact that you know this was kind of going back to the roots of zombies and everything and that like they're caribbean creatures they're creatures of voodoo and this that and the other was very very much at odds with the mythology that romero was creating with his zombie movies you know in his living dead films it's a weird melding of the caribbean voodoo zombies and the romero flesh-eating zombies yeah but i think that's one of the reasons why it's I love it as yeah. much as and probably uh, you know as does as too. time went on and everything uh you know I would go back and I would rewatch it and once again um it's it's a very very flawed film <laughs> um but there are just the the sheer um I'm not even going to say transgressive, but, you know, the the, the sheer gumption. Audacity? Fulci, well, audacity would probably be the better word, yes. That, I, that, I, I, that Fulci had with how he was making this movie and the things that he put in this film. Um, it, it brings a smile to my face. So, yeah. How about you, Brandon? Um, so Tell I, us about your first time. Well, it's very similar, dude. I, um, I saw this, just like I said, in the video store as a kid. I was very afraid of it. Uh, of that cover, all burned into my retinas. I still can see it as I close my eyes now. But it wasn't until I worked my first job at Hollywood Video that I was able to get my hands on this movie. Yeah. And at the time, Holly, well, Hollywood Video was great. Everybody gets nostalgic for Blockbuster for some reason. Hey, I worked for them too. Fuck Blockbuster. Well, I can say that as well. Yeah. F- fuck fucking Blockbuster. Block, dude, fucking Blockbuster used to edit their movies no they didn't edit their movies they just bought copies of the movies that were already edited fuck them yeah um hollywood video was 
Well, they bought out Turtles. So. Hollywood Video did? No, Blockbuster oh. did. Hollywood Video was an awesome video store. It really was. And, you know... Well, they can't be that good if they hired you to work there. <laughs> well, you know, they, they went out of business for one of the reasons was they were really quick to be like, okay, if you've got late fees and you're going to come in here and shit on it, like be a real asshole about it, we'll just get rid of them. Yeah. It was real easy to just kind of get talk yourself out of the anyway. Yeah. But what I loved about Hollywood Video before I worked there, when I started just going and renting, was they had a section called Cult Films. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. Everything that I had been reading in the Video Hound, uh, Cult Flicks and mm-hmm. Trash Picks book, or you know the Leonard Malton movie, like or Terror on Tape. Yeah. All of these books or John Stanley's Creature Features were suddenly available to me. And for, you know, $2.12. And But if you're an employee, you had to pay for your movies? Well, this is... I think I saw the movie before I Oh, I started worked. working? Yeah. There? Okay. So, the version... It's like, where are the fucking perks, man? Come on. There were some perks, but the version of Zombie that I saw was a VHS dupe of a dupe of a dupe. Like, whatever company Hollywood Video 17th bought... 17th generation... Ugh. Fucking, yeah, the tracking is all fucked up. Dude, not only that. The degradation. It's 4-3. You know, it's oh, a square shit. So image. it's television. Center shot, not pan and scan, just center cut. Yeah. And so grainy that you couldn't make it out. So when I watched Zombie 2 in that first, and it was called Zombie 2 for me at the time, mm-hmm. uh, when it cut to the title screen, instead of saying zombie in big bold, it was, you could see the edit. You could see where somebody's uh, VCR edit took over. Yeah. The, it said Zombie 2, and I think it was The Dead Are Among Us. And it was in uh, uh, camcorder text. You remember that? You know what I'm talking about? That, I knew exactly what that you're talking about. That font is? Yeah. And it, it was a different color black. Like, you could see that somebody spliced a different title in, and then it cut to the opening credits. But... The shot of the zombie getting shot in the head, yeah, looked like shit. The movie looked so bad that I fucking hated it. Yeah, and I was like, "What in the hell? What are people talking about? This movie sucks. Everything was blurry, center cut. These two people, just imagine that, like, this cop, his half of his face is cut off. You know, that his face is cut off here. You're that. This is just a shot of." A cat scratcher, <laughs> you know, like I really hated it. Yeah, it wasn't until uh, I think Anchor Bay, yeah, might have put this out that I finally got to see. Was it Anchor Bay or Elite? I don't know, man. It could have been Elite. Yeah, I think it was Elite because at that point Elite was really going through. I mean, that's like when I bought. Uh, Dawn of the Dead on VHS for the first time. There was a really nice package that Elite had just put out, and they were going through and they were doing a bunch oh, of. Oh, is that the one titles. that was like a prism colored kind of Dawn of the Dead? That no, actually, shell? it was no. no that was clamshell. No, uh, that was Anchor Bay. Yeah, no, yeah, Anchor Bay did the clamshell. No, this one was it was a uh, a silhouette of one of the SWAT cops in the gas mask in red and blue. Oh yeah, gotcha. I know it. Yeah. yeah. Well. So it wasn't until whatever version of this came out, and honestly, it wasn't until I was gifted this Blu-ray 
uh, that I was able to see how truly beautifully shot this movie is. Um, it's two thirty-five. Yeah, you know he's shooting with widescreen anamorphic lenses. Um, <laughs> damn. Look at this awesome, look at this fucking airport, airport Chris. Yeah. Oh my God, I want to go there right now. Look at that window. Mm-hmm. Who designed the set? The guy who did Dr. No? Holy shit, it looks like, what's his name from the Bond movie? What's uh, Ken, Ken Adams. Adams. Yeah, Ken Adams. This looks like a Ken Adams yeah. set. Yeah. Um. Anyway. TWA. <laughs> the thing about Fulci movies is for me growing up, City of the Living Dead, or a.k.a. Gates of Hell, mm-hmm. all of these movies uh, were put on the worst quality possible. Yeah. And sometimes it worked. Like <laughs> It's like fucking like EP on VHS tape. You know? Yes, it's like dude, yeah. They did like extended play. Well, that yeah, man. And I, it always just, it looked like garbage to me. But I grew up with that, and it wasn't until SLP I started being able to see these proper presentations of his films mm-hmm. that I was able to realize what a visual stylist Fulci actually is. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more going on in his movies than it, it you know, at, at first glance. And I mean, so I'm talking from a craftsman's you perspective. You have to go back and rewatch these movies, and that's the thing. You know, with a lot of the Fulci movies, yes, the transgressive nature, the gore effects and everything, which were really, I mean, pretty damn shocking. I mean, even today, they're still pretty shocking. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um, but there's much more to Fulci's movies than just the gore effects and titties and you know sometimes sexual violence and other things that are going on yeah we're talking about you new york ripper yeah um but really the composition is quite nice that's what i mean i mean like you i'm sure fulci would have been the first person to argue that he was an artist yeah um but and fine uh but i like to think of him as a true craftsman yeah and i mean whether or not you want to look into his movies as having depth or you know i guess people like to think the beyond has some kind of deeper meaning um i just strictly from a technical level (laughs) meow i love how his movies look yeah (laughs) you're talking and i love that this guy brian becomes the badass of the movie for me Where? What? Hmm. All these beautiful Italian women with mm. green eyes. Meow. <laughs> and you want to know something? I really love how this girl wears her scuba tank, but we'll get to that. Tomorrow. We'll get to that. Mm. Jacqueline Bissett. Oh, yeah. Eat your heart yeah, out. Yeah, eat your heart out. She ain't got nothing on this old broad. Um,. Do you want to explain, Chris, for anybody who might not realize who's listening to this commentary, uh, why everybody's words are off? Well, the Italians did not synchronize their sound at all. From basically the entire history of the Italian film industry, Italians don't do sync sound. Everything is done ADR. Everything. And what I, ADR so, is additional dialogue recording. Yeah, so what you're saying is there was nobody on set... 
recording dialogue. Yeah. Or audio for that matter. Yeah. Yeah, basically all sound was done in post-production. So they'd bring all the actors back in, and of course they'd have their script, and they'd be kind of looking at a projection of the cut that they have of the movie, and then they go through and they would basically reread their dialogue and try to recreate what they did in the scene in order to basically match what their mouths are doing on screen. And they did that for everything. I mean, you go back and look at Clint Eastwood's spaghetti westerns, or any other spaghetti western for that matter, all the sound is going to be ADR. And there's something about it that I kind of like. There's an aesthetic to it that um, I get a real kick out of because it, it does make Italian cinema a little otherworldly in a way. Yeah, once you get on the rhythm of it, you it really works in the film's fa- yeah. uh, uh, favor. It usually does. Especially with Fulci. Yeah. Which is always weird and out there. Or Argento. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it works. It gives it a, you're right, man. It gives it a... a or Sergio a, a, Leone, man. There's yeah. something about, like, you know, the laughter that gets dubbed, you know. Uh, you know, it makes me think of, like, Fistful of Dollars and some of the laughs that some of the characters do in that and everything. You and know what I just watched? Just, what'd you watch? I just watched, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what is the name of it? It's uh, uh, a, uh, a spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my Letterboxd here. This episode sponsored by Letterboxd. Get Letterboxd. Letterboxd. For your letters to be boxed. Uh, oh, Blind Man. Blind Man. I don't think I know that one. It's a, uh, an Italian um, uh, blind man. Blind Man. What did he do? Stole 50 women that belong to you. It's about a blind gunman um, going after a bandit who, who stole his women. Who has 50 women? Uh, well, Ringo Starr's brother. That's who. Ringo oh. Starr is the co-star of the movie. And it's wild. Anyway, and it, he... He does the voice. It's like a dubbed Spanish accent mm-hmm. by Ringo Starr. Nice. It's incredible. Anyway, it's it really gave it like a a weird vibe that I loved. Um, that added to the ambiance of the movie. Um, but what it does for the uninitiated is is it creates a world where you go, why are these people such terrible actors? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, people that kind of love, like, Hong Kong cinema and Kung Fu cinema, you know, it's a very similar sort of thing where, you know, usually those movies being dubbed and everything, hey, the voices don't match what they're saying. The deal is, is that actually in Italian films, though, even if it's a multinational cast or just primarily Italians, they usually have like a couple of Englishmen or, you know, English actors or American actors thrown in there. And all the Italians have learned how to say their lines phonetically. That's right. So that's kind of a kick, too. So really, you know, the mouths do sort of match up because they are speaking English as opposed to like a Hong Kong movie where they're speaking, you know, Chinese or or a a variation. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, usually it's Cantonese that Cantonese, they're speaking yes. in, in Hong Kong cinema. And then, of course, they you know get dubbed over in English by American actors. But here, they usually have... They're trying their best yeah. to speak English. And you can tell who's English and who's not. Obviously, yeah. Richard Johnson's English. Yeah. Uh, but Olga Carlados is, uh, you know, Greek-Italian, I would imagine. Uh, right? Is that what you would say? Like, with a name like... Greek-Italian Olga- girls do not come with green eyes. <laughs> Those beautiful, beautiful eyes oh. of Olga Carlatos. Oh, so sad. Um, now, o- Olga, she's a Greek actress. Yeah, she is Greek. Greek? 
Greek is the same as green, but it has a K instead of an N. I think this is her her most famous movie, but she is in a couple of other things, dude. Like what? Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Sergio Leone again. And motherfucking Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Yeah. Um, but she is definitely most famous for this film. Yeah. Um, well, she has one of the most memorable scenes in the entire movie. You know what else? Look at that. Oh, God, she's beautiful. beautiful. She's nice. beautiful. Um, you know what else I remember her from? I think she's in, if I remember correctly. Okay, look into the camera <laughs> and try to hold in the fart. Hold in the fart. It sting and they got the pressure, but to hold in the fart. I think she's in another movie, that, uh, a Rene Cardona Jr. film called Cyclone. I don't think I've seen that. It's not good. It's it's. It was just a movie I was watching when I was going through like a, a treasure hunt phase, and there wasn't really any treasure hunt. But I think she's like a... Uh, Damn, she's that man. Land Rover. Hell yeah. You're beat to hell, man. <laughs> that thing probably still runs. Probably. <laughs> Back when human beings made shit that lasts. So it's interesting because this movie does have a real Dr. Moreau vibe, doesn't it? It does. It does, actually. Yeah. So we're in the Caribbean, and we go to this kind of secluded island where there's a doctor on board who, or a doctor on the island who has been experimenting. I love this music, dude. Just this Casio keyboard yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Fabio Fabrizi, man. I love how it's just like, it's so disarming. Oh, and the black man crosses himself. <laughs> Why? Why is he crossing himself? Because. Does he, he know? It, it's, it's foreshadowing, man. Foreshadowing. Something ominous. White people are coming to yeah, this, exactly. this island. Man, the fucking white people are coming, man. Well, honestly, I mean, let's, let's be honest here. You know, anytime the white people show up, Shit gets fucked up. That's very true. That's very true. Ah, colonialism. So, now, you know what else uh, our buddy here, Dick Johnson, was in, right? No, what? A little movie made by Robert Wise, black and white. The Haunting? Yeah. That's right. He's the the, he's the do- doctor. He's the, he's the psychiatrist. <laughs> yeah, he's the psychiatrist in 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 Robert Wise's The Haunting. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for reminding me of yes. that. I totally totally forgot. He had a mustache in that movie. Did he? I don't remember the mustache yeah. even. Maybe I need to go back and rewatch that one. Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, The Haunting is great. Oh, here we go. Yes. Yeah. Squeeze down there. Yeah. Uh, Fulci, you know, really got some mileage out of these uh like italian or like english what do you what expatriate what, what's yeah, the I word guess expats e- expats yeah. like just moving i mean who is the one that is always in his movies uh what's his name christopher oh, christopher george christopher george you From know rat you can, patrol man. You can always count on chris george or even david mccullough although uh, he was greek too Chris George is Greek. Christopher George was yeah. He's he's actually his parents were Greek immigrants. Huh. And uh, yeah, he's he's one hundred percent Greek. Although to look at him, you think like you know he's one hundred percent all American, red blooded American. But no, he's actually green blooded Vulcan. So 
I mean Greek. Did you <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, that old game show Tattletales? I don't think I know Tattletales. Burt Convy is the host. It's from well, like the seventies. Of course, Burt Convy. And uh, it's just like Burt Convy, and it's it's kind of like the newlywed game, but for celebrity couples. Oh yeah. Anyway, Chris George, Christopher George, and Linda Day are on a lot together. Uh. As guests oh, wait, on the show. Wait, 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 wait oh, what's sorry, going on here? I can't talk over uh, Homegirls. Great scene. What? Oh, oh, what? Well, bikini. Oh, not a bikini. Whoa. Just a bikini bottom. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. What do I do here? Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we've got some topless scuba diving. Jesus. Fulci's really going for it here. Yeah. But what's why I think it's great. Because the wetsuit's sitting right next to her, and she's like, nah, yeah, I'm not going to put the wetsuit there on. There is something kind of funny, funnily subversive here, is that all of this, it's showing all these people staring at this beautiful woman's beautiful body, and then this. It cuts to the, her boyfriend just or whatever, just not even bacon. look. He <laughs> could care less that this beautiful woman... Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, it's... That, to me... Now should we should play like the theme to Sea Hunt. No, we should play the theme to the deep. Oh uh, yeah, well, the deep. Underwater topless scuba diving. I just realized this is actually after Jackie besets uh, the deep, yeah. famous uh, wet white t-shirt scuba diving scene so <laughs> he's like well, how can we improve upon that yeah it's let's Fulci. just get rid of the t-shirt yeah Fulci once again just a genius going mm-hmm. uh that's an easy one guys mm. <laughs> take the fucking she shirt just off swim with the titties <laughs> oops now of course we are on our way to would you say that this is the most f- famous scene of the movie? Shh, don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> oh, wait a second. That's a tiger shark. A what? <laughs> a tiger shark. <laughs> this is the part where Hooper comes. and Whoa, that's actually a shark really following her. That's a real shark. Holy shit, that's a real shark. Yeah, guys... This shit is fucking real. And yeah. now, look, obviously the shark is drugged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they doped up the shark and they fed him right before they did this scene. But it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> because what ha- Look at how insane. <laughs> look at those eyes. She's like, uh, yeah. That looks like a stunt woman, though. That doesn't look like the actual actress right there. Uh, her her body looked a little... Well, not that I was noticing. <laughs> Bring in the stunt titties. <laughs> stunt tits. Uh, well, I mean, this is great. You know, you've got topless scuba diving and a tiger shark. But I'm sorry. The scene gets better. Yeah. yeah. If you can believe it, you know, this is fantastic already, but it actually gets better. It does. And I love that this seven foot tiger shark or whatever. What do you think it is? Like eight foot, nine foot? Maybe. What do you think? How big? Do you think uh, it is? no, no, no. That's probably a. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, probably a nine foot. You can now, tell by ramming, the, ramming the boat. That's what I'm saying. Like it just rams the boat. Like what? It's like fucking Bruce the shark. Yeah, look how gorge that thing is too. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And you know, mileage may vary because there is something kind of bothersome about the, uh, you know, the animal abuse. I, I, I kind of feel well. Like, yeah, the fact that they actually had to drug a shark in order to get this scene. Yeah, that's a little. It pushes it for me, but it's not nearly. Wait, what is that? What is that, Brandon? Oh, it's just Todd. Oh, hi, Todd. <laughs> hi, Todd is basically it's a the shark trainer, waterlogged. Damn, I don't know. He probably was a handsome dude. Probably was, yeah. So now we have a underwater zombie struggling with our topless scuba diver, which that's pretty awesome. And she's taking coral and raking it across his face. Look at his performance. <laughs> that, that Chris, this is for real. Yes. You know what and I mean? Always, here comes a tiger shark. That thing actually looks pregnant. Yeah, it does. Oh, wait. We have a zombie and a tiger shark. This is truly one of the most amazing scenes in film history. Yeah. So much so that, it, I don't know, if have you, uh, oh yeah, he just, did he just rip off a piece of that shark? <laughs> rip me off a piece of that <laughs> tiger shark. shark. <laughs> Give me a shark. Give me a shark. This is the shot right here. Here we go. Here it comes. Where he's like reading it. This is where he stops being a zombie and becomes a shark trainer. Mm, yep. It's absolutely insane that they did this for real. And you're right. I mean, tiger sharks are actually one of the more uh, aggressive, aggressive and uh, dangerous of sharks. Yeah, they're they're garbage, you know, garbage men of the sea. They'll eat anything. They don't give a fuck. And I'm sorry if you're not into watching this kind of stuff. Oh, wait, the shark just bit the zombie's arm off. And it's like green blood coming out too. Oh awesome? God! That uh, th- okay. well, you, have you ever seen this is the end? Huh? Sorry, this, the I movie was, this is sorry. the end. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Nick, Nick, sure. Go ahead. I'm real interested in this. Well, Jay Baruchel during that entire movie, his T-shirt has the zombie shark fight. It's from zombie this movie. versus shark, and I believe zombie versus shark is a band, isn't it? Is it? Hmm. Uh, this right here, this Win- creepy Windy Goat Caribbean Church. This is some Fulci shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, I remember. There's a uh, a corpse coming up here that has like white film on its lips that looks so real to me. Yeah, it feels like Fulci got some corpses for. Like, I think that's it right there, laying right there. Let's see. Oh. These, Giannetto de Rossi. Hey, I got a question. Can I rent the actual dead guy? Can I rent <laughs> it? I, I give it to you. That one's gross, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. That's gross. Ew, look at that stuff coming out of the mouth. <laughs> Yuck. Now's a good time then, now that we're done coming in our pants over Zombie versus Shark, yeah. <laughs> uh, to talk about the artiste extraordinaire Giannetto de Rossi. Okay. Uh, not to be confused with who's the other Italian makeup artist, G- Carlo Rambaldi, or 
Isn't there a Gianni Rossi? I honestly, I don't know, Brandon. I don't know. I feel like there's a couple of similar names. Anyway, what what can you tell? Can you tell us anything about Giannetto De Rossi? Well, I think you should, Brandon, because I told us about stuff before. Now it's your turn. I want to watch these windy zombie goats. Well, Giannetto De Rossi is an Italian makeup artist. Okay. Yeah, I can tell you more about Carlo Rambaldi than I can. And you know he did he he died very recently. Did he? Yeah, he died in twenty twenty one. But the dude was fucking working all the way up, uh, up to that time. How old was he? Let me just um, how old was he when he died? Let me look. Uh, I, he he was eighty. Damn. Okay. Oh no, wait. Well, there's discrepancy. Seventy eight or eighty. Um, but the last thing that he did, well, he was doing some Italian stuff. But let me see if there's something that was like. The most known thing. Now, this is interesting. His. All right. I would say the last most known thing that he did the effects for was High Tension. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which is a really gross fucking movie. Uh, yeah. Are you hearing? Did you just hear that sound? Yeah, I think it's you... audio from the movie. Okay. I just want to make sure it's not from us. No, I don't think Can't so. Can't do anything about it if it is. Sorry, guys, if you hear a sound. Um, but d- he also, you know, he did the the very awesome effect in Rambo 3. Oh, no shit, really? The, the whole where he, where he puts the bullet and packs it full of, uh, you know, the wound in his side, yeah. full of uh, gunpowder, and then sets it on fire? Yes. I did not know that he did that. He did the effects for Dune. Yeah. Conan the Destroyer. Okay. So, well, yeah, he was working for Dino De Laurentiis, obviously. Yeah. Well, you know, they all, these Italians stick together. Um, Zombie Holocaust, a.k.a. Dr. Butcher, M.D. Yeah. Uh, Which and, is recuts of this particular movie. Oh, Olga. Hello, You have beautiful Olga. eyes, but I didn't realize that everything was beautiful. Everything is beautiful. This scene actually. When Olga takes a shower. Gives me the creeps. I feel for her, like. I love that she is, like, terrified because something fucking awful is happening. I also like that Fulci kind of has a little bit of restraint here. Yeah, the framing of the window kind of. Oh, yeah, just, it's almost like he, he just wants to give you some just hints. Just a little, little tease. As opposed tease to the him. other actress who was just like, now, come on, honey. Yes, go swim around with the shark. It's almost just like, ooh. Oh, nice. What an nice. image. Look at this rack and focus. now, yes. Look exactly. at that beautiful rack, that blue lighting. You guys... And look at the underrated. Can you breathe a little bit more for us, please? So, so DeRossi just was uh, a really, truly talented uh, special effects um, artist, and he worked with what he had. I mean, in Italy, the uh, the the types of of Materials. Is that ecstasy she's taking? Uh, I hope so. If it is, Olga, come hang out. The type of materials uh, that they had in Italy at the time, you know, were relegated to like not good shit, dude. 
I mean, they had like really well, a lot of it's like they're using the leftover shit that Jack Pierce used in the 30s and 40s. That's right. They're Seriously. they're literally stuffing cotton in wax mm-hmm. and making their zombies, but he still somehow managed to make these gore effects which are where the true artistry comes in yeah. and you know I think you could put him as a really good comparison between him and uh, uh, Savini. Yeah. And I wonder if Savini saw some De Rossi stuff and was like, oh, dude's making... Because De Rossi blood is different from Argento blood. Yes. You know, this blood is not... Well, this is a little more realistic in its color and tone. A yes. lot more. Yeah. And same with uh, Gates of Hell or City of the Living Dead and the Beyond. All the Fulci stuff, the blood is the right color. Whereas Argento kind of like to stylize it. Yeah, it's definitely kind of that bright red that Savini, which, you know, Savini will always say that he was never happy with how the blood looked in Dawn of the Dead. I think it's one of my favorite parts. Oh, I disagree with him 100%. I think that's part of the reason why that movie is so wonderful. Yeah. It's because of that that comic tone. I mean, it it takes on to this kind of hyper reality. But. but oh wait a second nope oh, oh there's there's fingers in the door oh shit why won't the door close so fulci does this sort of thing a lot um and that being the but, but what do you mean by that brandon the what, what slow sort of burn horrific death yeah um this move this scene in particular parallels the scene from uh, City of the Living Dead. Oh, oh my gosh. The finger's getting closed in the door jam. Oh. Oh, oh, oh gross, gross. Oh. Oh. I actually think that the slow deliberateness of the zombie that's after her is mm-hmm. truly frightening. Uh, well, and it's a levered door, too, so. Oh. Oh, I hate to see Olga in such terror and fear even though her eyes being wide makes her that much more beautiful man you're sick i'm just saying what fulci would have said at the time (laughs) we want to see why whoa he just turned german we want to see (laughs) he turned into dracula (laughs) um in city of the living dead uh look at that look at those god damn he's really putting some light on those eyes definitely key lighting that Give a nice little special there. Oh, so the zombie is breaking through this slats of this levered door. Her beautiful eyes actually might make the effect. Well, I think a that's the detri- whole point too. Is that you know so much attention is paid to her eyes, and of course, yeah, we we zero in on that one. Oh, wait a second. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, that's, is that a splinter of wood? This goes on for so long, you think, oh, she's going to escape. Mm-hmm. She's going to get out of this. Oh, they're going to cut this. They're oh, she'll cut. be fine. Whoa, that's cut, intent. That's cut, pretty cut. suspenseful. We're going to cut. She's cut. fine. She'll be fine. Oh, no. Nope. And we've gone total Unshian Andalu. <laughs> he also pitch corrects her voice, like or not yeah. pitch correct, he pitches it down, which is weird. Now, that effect is gnarly as fuck. Yeah, breaks the splinter off in her eye. Uh. In City of the Living Dead, that happens to Giovanni Radice, mm-hmm. uh, but with a drill press through his forehead, through his temple. No, it's through the side of his head, yeah. Through his, yeah. yeah. What did I say, forehead? Yeah. I meant, yes. I meant temple. And it goes the same way, except 
he does it even longer in that movie. Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, there's no way he's going to get killed. He's going to get out of this because why would you drag it on for so long? It stops being suspenseful. I love that he does it here, too. Yeah. Look, well, zombies- Fulci's got a thing for eyeballs, too, because there's several eye gougings throughout his movies. Yeah. Um, although he is also he did not direct the film Eyeball. No. That is Lindsay, I believe. Umberto. How weird. Like eye lens? A lens of the eye. Oh, my Lindsay? gosh. It's horrifying. I saw a haunted house once. <laughs> I was hanging out with Claire Bloom. I spent the night with these two lesbians one time. Yep. It was great. And with Riff from West Side Story. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> that guy was a drunk. And now I'm a drunk. I think I, I like, yeah, I love that Fulci. Even the nurse is beautiful. Like, he, everybody has to be beautiful. Well, if you are going to be stuck on an island, you know, filming with not a lot of amenities... Might as well have some lovely ladies with you, right? I agree. If you, especially if and that's some what handsome to, gentlemen. And some handsome men, of course. Yes. I mean, look at look at Dick Johnson's green eyes. He's got beautiful eyes, too. And impressive eyebrows, too. Hey, uh, drunk or not? I know he's playing drunk, but do you think he was drunk for real? God, I hope so. <laughs> She, uh, she the d- shark cracked the drive shaft. <laughs> shark got a little too excited. He saw your cans and said, I'm going to hit that boat. <laughs> they already got some flotation now, devices ready. Is, is that Harry Windsor right there? Harry Windsor? Yes. Who's? What does that mean? Prince Harry. Oh, is that his name? No, I'm just saying it looks like <laughs> Harry. What is it? The Duke of Suffolk? Sure. I don't know. I'm an American. I don't care about no other countries but America. See my tattoo? It's of an eagle uh, fucking a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing more American than an eagle fucking a white guy. (laughs) Listen to that whistle of that flare gun. Ooh, look at the blood ooze out of the head in the bag. You know, I built a couple corpses like that. You did? I did, yeah. For what? Uh, for a production of Lizzie, which is a musical retelling of the story of Lizzie Borden. Look at that. I'm sorry. That's a beautiful shot. Yes, it is. Magic hour. Beautiful. So you built, like, corpses wrapped in, in uh, 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 white. Yeah, and all bloody and shit, yeah. Were you deliberately homaging zombie or were you just doing just well a, you know i guess you could say that in, corpse have a boner in his stomach yes it's a stomach boner okay just making sure yeah didn't that, you know that like when zombies get shot in the head like that their boners crawl back into their bellies and then try to go out of the yeah, stomach yeah, exactly That's i did know that yeah. i just wanted to make sure you knew oh that. yeah yeah <laughs> is it the devil now, Chris, mm-hmm. where does this movie fall for you in the list of uh, great zombie movies? Honorable mention. So this is not in your, say, let's say, top ten. 
Well, I don't know about that. I would probably put it in my top ten. Really? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, just because of its place in history and... Uh, well, yeah. history is nice, but it, I mean, if you enjoy... Now, it's interesting because you, by the way, this was your choice. Yes, it was. You picked this movie tonight of all the other uh, the twos, the yes. part twos that we could have, um, which is exciting for me. Uh, well, because I haven't watched this movie in a long time. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a, a several years. And I mean, I've got the collector's edition of this film. Um, so you would put this in your top 10 it would be in my top 10 zombie movies yes um you know as i kind of stated before you know the mythology that romero created with his type of living dead and everything is a little bit different but at the same time you know like jacques Tourneau's um i walked with a zombie is definitely in my top 10 might even be in my top five Wow. I love that movie. I love that zombie movie. And that is like hands Ew, God, down. dude. She looks. Yeah, busted. <laughs> okay. Ooh, and that is And then you get the big old fiddler crab coming by. And then, yeah, the zombie walking in the middle of the street. And this is Key West after Fantasy Fest. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was at Key West. I went to a bachelor party to Key West. The day after Fantasy Fest. And, and that you is tell exactly me, tell me. Yes. what it looked like. Exactly. That is exactly yep. right. <laughs> there was one dude just kind of wandering around. Um, I, what I love about this part of the movie is this is where it starts feeling like things are getting out of control. Yeah. Like, now they're wandering aimlessly through the village. These this zombies are wandering aimlessly. This is not a post-apocalyptic zombie movie. That's maybe where the differentiation, you know, is part of it, too. Well, I like the traditional, uh, you know, voodoo zombies, but, you know, these are not... Well, I don't know. They try it, to give it the post-apocalyptic overtones with some of the scenes that you see towards the end of yeah, the movie. Yeah, the end of the movie gives, you know, it states that they have taken over New York. Yeah. Even though traffic seems to be... Going still, as yeah, exactly on the, on the bridge. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Um, for me, zombie is in my top ten. Yeah, this is. I I just think that this is yeah one of the best, one of the best. Um, and it's up there with a couple of full cheese. Now, is this Hitler? Is this Hitler escaped to the islands? And grew his mustache out? Exactly, and his he, hair out, yeah. He looks more like a, a fucked up Donald Sutherland. Was it Bruno, Bruno Gans, maybe? Yeah, hanging out with F. Murray Abraham. Oh, okay. I need you to pull my finger. <laughs> Come close. Let the poison out. <laughs> Yeah, 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 buddy. Okay, just die already. Come on. Um, yeah, for sure this is up there uh, for the best zombies for me, man. Um, and in fact, this list I put together here, best zombie films ever. Oh, really? When did you put this list together? This is pretty old. I put uh, This was done September of 2019. Oh, okay. And zombie is the third movie listed here. Oh, okay. So I'm not, this isn't in an order, but sure. it was the third it's one that came into to your head, head yeah. so into my head. So under night and dawn. Okay. 
Also on this list is another Fulci film. Which one, Brandon? City of the Living Dead. Well, well, there we go. Followed by Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. Cemetery Man. Okay. I was going to say, is De La Morte De La More on there? Wreck. Okay, yeah. Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Dead and Buried. Oh, yeah. And here's the most controversial in this top 15. Burial Ground. Oh. No, actually, I, I can get behind most of those. How about Burial Ground? Can you get behind Burial Ground? Yeah, I think I probably could. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, really, once you start, you know, once you get Romero out of the way, you really kind of have to open things up a little bit there. And was that a booby? I mean, the bird, not the actual, you know, mammary. Is that an ass? Oh, that's definitely an ass. I meant the donkey, not Al Cliver. Yeah. It's pretty hairy. Yes, tell us, Doctor. Yeah, let's get some of this exposition and, uh, out of the way. Let me tell you about my comb over. <laughs> oh, the poor guy. Yeah. Voodoo. Who do you do? Do what? Remind me of a babe. What babe? A babe with power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo? You do. Who do? Do Remind what? Remind me of a babe. I saw my baby crying hard as babes would cry. What could I do? You want to keep going? No. <laughs> Dance magic. All right. Well, you got or me. Why don't you go do that voodoo that you do so well? What about, how about a, another voodoo song? I'm on a Mexican radio. That's wall of voodoo. Yeah, well. Okay, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I wish I was in Tijuana eating barbecue. Tijuana. I hear the talking of the DJ. Can understand just what does he say? <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell you to flush the toilet. <laughs> you know better than that, God. Nobody damn told it. me. <laughs> Nobody told me we have latrine we running have, water. Pro- yeah. What? We have indoor plumbing here? <laughs> That's the other thing you do when you're filming on an island with not a lot of amenities. You get a couple hot chicks and indoor plumbing. Oh, I was going to say, what, have them take a dump in a (laughs) hole in the sand? (laughs) Well, that was actually Fulci's kink. (laughs) Now what I like I like the way that the sand covered the pool. (laughs) There is nothing more beautiful than a sand covered pool. All right, what does Homie's shirt say? What is this thing? Daily Planet. Is it Daily Planet? Yeah, it says Daily Planet. Yep. He looks like he could uh, shave his beard. He could be Jimmy Olsen. Could be. Let's just pretend that this is Jimmy Olsen on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when he go after this movie God is damn done, it, I was trying to go on vacation and get away from the Daily Planet. Instead, I'm stuck with another fucking reporter. <laughs> Oh, well, let's talk about her a little bit. That's uh, Tisa Farrow. Tisa, Tisa, how do you say it? Tisa Farrow. Tisa Farrow. Um, and, of course, she's uh, Woody Allen's girlfriend. 
So wait a second. Not only did he have Mia Farrow, but he was banging her sister and his daughter. But Chris, he makes good movies. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm going to burn in hell for it, I know, but I just I don't like Woody Allen. Wait, let me get this straight. You're going to burn in hell because you don't like Woody Allen movies? Exactly, yeah. Woody Allen's going straight to heaven. Yes, because he makes good movies. (laughs) I hope that that fitzing noise that I'm hearing is not on the recording. Well, if you quit rubbing your pubes all over the microphone, dude. Here we go. Ew, God, Jesus. Look at that thing. Yep. Oh, I see what it is. What did you do, Brandon? I don't think it's going into the recording. Hold on. Are we not recording this right now? (laughs) We are. Son of a bitch. This is all fucking comedy gold. And Brandon can't get the technical shit worked out. Well... should be okay now we'll see it might still happen but i don't think it's happening in the recording if it is write to us deadcitydrivin at gmail.com and we'll tell you guess what it's free this is free exactly (laughs) unless this is a patreon episode in which case sorry Mm -hmm. and chris will send you your money back Do you think you could talk about this guy's plaid shirt long enough for me to uh, take a uh, Lucio pissy? I'm I'm colorblind, dude. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you it's a, you know, the whap and the weave on this is quite um, inconsequential. Oh, keep going. I'll be right back. Yes. Actually, I think this dude might have been one of the Beach Boys. Hello? Well, let's break into her house. Oh, the door was open. So it's just entering right now, not breaking and entering. Yes. Ooh. Some assegai and some, looks like a lot of African artwork. Oh, no. Oh. <gasps> Good God Almighty, what is it? It's... Oh, well, here we go. Yes. It's Olga getting eaten. Just a bloody mess. Oh, wait. Entrails. Save me the gizzard. Here we go. Oh, oh, nice piece of liver right there. Oh, yummy. See, wouldn't you like to eat Olga Brandon? Oh, see, this is like what the Japanese do with sushi. You know, they get the naked girl and then they cover in sushi and then uh, everybody gets to eat it off of her. Didn't you come to my party where we did that? No, I'm actually quite offended now that I wasn't invited. (laughs) Here come these zombies. Is that why it tastes like fish? Dude, I... I don't know what it is about these Fulci zombies, but I love... Whoa, there's a weapon. No, wrong way, dude. 
dude, you got they got the Asa guy there, you know, like Zulu warriors, man. They're, they had so many weapons there. Mm-hmm. I guess they're not like the best melee weapons, but what oh, are you talking hey, about Asa guy? They fucking beat the British with those things. Hey, that's this is, maybe. I wonder have we had this conversation on another episode? What? What do you think is the best zombie melee weapon? Like, if you were in a situation, you don't have you have no gun, no guns. Okay, what's going to work best in a corridor of zombies? A fucking medieval warhammer. Yo, you're going to be able to swing that thing fast enough. Well, the cool part about a warhammer is that it actually has a hook and a spike on it. So you can use it and drive it through, and you can also hit with it, you know, so you can do blunt force trauma. It seems also a little pierce. cumbersome. Honestly, no. I, I think it's better than having an axe, because while it is kind of weighted towards the, the tip and everything, you still don't have quite the amount of mass. Oh, yeah. Oh! Don't look out. Fuck that thing. Oh, come yeah. on, dude. Oh, you pussy. <laughs> Yo, break. <laughs> you ever driven a car oh, before? <laughs> I'm hurt. Oh, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> oh, I had to pee, and now I don't have to pee anymore. I love that driving through ferns is what put this Land yes. Rover under. That's it. It's done. It's done, guys. Oh, oh. Jesus, your ankle. Your ankle? Okay, fine. Cankle. (laughs) (laughs) Asshole. I'm trying to lose weight. What I love is that, like, Fulci... I mean, this guy is set to be the lead. You know? He's the most ineffective person in the movie. Who? Ian McCullough? Yeah. Wait. Ian McCullough is that guy. Is the reporter. Not... And Dick Johnson is... Is the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. Wait, did I miss his demise? What? Is he still alive in this movie? Dick Johnson? Yes, he's still there. That was Olga's body that I that they were eating Uh, munching on? Yes, that was Olga's body. Okay. What the fuck were we saying? What the fuck? Uh, Oh, we were talking talking about about how like a virgin's like a metaphor for big dicks. Yeah. Uh right. Exactly. You you heard it here. Put that (laughs) on my tombstone. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and sausage. You guys know those commercials? This episode is sponsored by Tombstone Pizza. Is that, a, is that even still around? I don't know, to be honest with you. Let me ask you, Chris. Best pizza? Uh, period best pizza? Or yeah. best frozen pizza? No, it doesn't matter. Best pizza. If you say some obscure shit from New York City... Well, I mean, Lombardi's isn't really obscure. It's the first pizzeria in the United States. Is it the best? Because it's the first? Um, it's pretty damn good. What kind of, let me ask you this, what kind of pizza do you like? you like a deep dish? you like a regular hand toss? Well, you know, I think that in this wonderful nation called America, that uh, Where men being can a fuck very, eagles. very democratic society, you know, and everything too, is that, yeah, actually, if you could have a nice white guy and bald eagle pizza where you slice the bald eagle nice and thin so when you put it in the oven, the eagle gets nice and crispy. Yes. 
And then what you do is you actually hack off one of its talons, yes. put that in the middle of the pie, so when you close it up on the box, it stays. The, the talons it stops keep it, it from, from collapsing exactly. from the heat. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing like a fucking bald eagle pizza. Yo, are you telling me that you order your pizza from eagle fuckers? Like me? Hey, man. You know, it's good. This episode sponsored by Eagle Fuckers Pizzeria. No, um, consistently, uh, you know, in downtown Tampa, Eddie and Sam's. Oh, shit. Do you get the grandma pie? Uh... Actually, there was another restaurant called Corteo's over in Clearwater, which their grandma pie was the best, but Corteo's, unfortunately, is no longer around. Yeah, but you had to drive all the way to fucking Clearwater to get it. Well, I, my in-laws live pretty close by, and I used to work in Clearwater. So, hey, a conquistador helmet. Now, listen, everything that's happened in this movie so far has been 100% medically accurate and completely believable. Definitely, yeah. But I have a hard time believing that these 16th century zombies can come out of the ground and wreak vengeance. I mean, at some point... Oh, here point... we go, here we go, here it comes. Oh, wait, 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 come on, it's coming, it's coming. What are you talking about? This is where we actually get to see our scene, the zombie that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's about to happen. Look at that. Carlos, 1888. <laughs> I think you're off by a couple of centuries. Ah, big deal. Hey, let's lie here on these palm but that fronds. But that does explain it. So now it's believable. Yes, definitely. The 200 years is what makes it. It's my fault. Uh... <laughs> yeah? Why would you ever want to go back to New York? You're living in paradise, chap. When we get back to New York... I will be seeing a man about this, a toop. Oh, Jesus. I have a better attitude. Let's make out. Yeah, nothing like... now. Ooh, oh! I know your father was dead and everything, but... Uh, God damn, did you see the way he kissed her? He's yes. worse than Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Oh, wait a second. Here, we, we got... The ground. This is where, you know, they buried conquistadors three inches below the dirt. (laughs) No, it's taken him 200 years to dig up this far. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. The timing was just perfect. This is perfect timing. And now... Ooh, you're lucky it's not some uh, Gates of Hell zombies, because your brains would be squeezed out right now. Oh, his poor ankle. Ow! 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 Why do we hate him? I don't know. He's he just is kind of. Here we go. Here it is. I hate. I him because really like curly hair, his, man. Do you? Yeah. Well, your wife has very curly hair. Yes, she does. Do you prefer when your wife keeps her hair those natural? Uh, curls or do you like the straightened I, well you like curly hair but do you... um i you know i like a little variety in it but yeah. I, I do like curly hair yeah yeah well she shakes it up a lot yes she does you should get ask jamie to get her hair cut like that yeah I, that's a big she i don't think would here we go really here's our zombie like from the, the ellen poster. ripley the ellen ripley cut oh yeah actually yeah i'll say hey honey you want to look like sigourney weaver <laughs> she'll be listening to this at some point well so. that's okay she would look good with it we are going to eat Ew, you. look at those fucking worms in the eyeball. You know, Trick or Treat Studios makes a mask of this. 
ooh, I don't want it, but I want it. Yes. You just can sit there and look oh, at it. Oh, right Jesus. here. Jesus. And here we go. Oh, 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 a nice, oh, tear, tear that flesh. Oh, there we my go. God. Oh. Oh, I mean, no. That's basically her, uh, her windpipe, so it's not going to bleed quite like that. But hey, you know what? It still looks cool. Look at him. Dude, because of that motherfucker's ankle wound, your woman has been chewed through the throat. Ew, look at this nasty fucking thing. With her flesh still on his lips. I got to tell you, this guy is really keeping it together, considering what he's seen. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, he has absolutely no reaction when that woman is getting naked yeah. either. Oh, nice. Ew! Split his fucking skull like an egg. Although, after 200 years, he still has bright red blood of in Of course him. he does. <laughs> Again, 100% medically accurate. Uh-huh. The scene where this woman comes back to life and is walking down to the church is I've enjoyed the time we spent together, but now I must leave you and go find a new chippy. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of gathered that. He's dealing with it. Give him a fucking second, guys. It's your fault. You and your pussy ankle. Damn, look at this guy. He's just got to fucking deal with it. Oh, wait. And this predates Thriller. Do you think Fulci was... Um... Oh, that's oh, a nice dude, POV that's so shot. Rad. Yeah. Do you think he was influenced at all by Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things? No way. Well, because, I mean, that you kind of have some, you know, zombies coming out of the ground sort of thing. Although I guess you do in Ed Wood movies, too, but. No, I don't think so. Worms. Do you have uh, or have you ever read that book, Spaghetti Nightmares? Uh, Yes, I have. You, I you don't have... have it. I don't have it. Look, continuity error. What? He doesn't have blood on his shirt the way he did just two seconds ago. What the fuck? I call bullshit. Yep. All right, everybody, turn the movie off. Stop. That's it. We're done. Hey, it's my name. Cristobal. Yeah. Cristobal Alonzo. Well, my wife used to teach at Alonzo. Holy does shit. This count? movie predicted the future. Exactly. Better than The Simpsons does. So, bold people in bed sheets, and you can have zombies too. Ooh, now we're talking. Look at this shit. Now, is there a reason why they can't get... Oh, well, they're lost in the woods. Lost in the woods. I just... I love the caked-on zombie makeup. There's something about that look. Well, yeah, I guess it kind of also hides a multitude of sins. But, you know, there's something about, like, you know... No, I'm sorry, Chris. That's legitimately unnerving. Well, sure, as they start to slowly kind of emerge out of out focus of, yeah. like that in their white shrouds, yeah. burial shrouds. That is frightening. Yeah. If you're a pussy. Well. Well, we are talking about you. Ew. Guys. This is the other thing I love that Fulci does is... Wait, let me let me do this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Say, 
Tisa Fair, wasn't she in Anthropophagus? Oh my god, yeah, I think she is. I'm uh I'm almost l- let me look. Let me let me consult. Um but I think you're a hundred percent right, man. The big George Eastman? Huh? Big oh, George that's Eastman. the guy, right? Yeah. Um uh uh what movie? Okay, uh Tisa. Boy, there's a lot of pharaohs. Yeah. She is back coming in... back to life. Oh, yep. here we go. There we go. There's there's the Ooh. picture. That one's scary. Well, it's because she's cross. <laughs> that one's scary. Okay, scary, scary. Two scariest. That one's okay. That one looks eh, like cornflake face. That is a incredible image to me. Well, I always like it when the wind's blowing. That's yeah. that old fulci dust wind. Yep. Yo, this is where the movie starts to get like super rad, uh, tossing molotovs and shit. Yep. Yeah. Let me fix that. So yeah, man, Anthropagus, and then one more movie, The Last Hunter, but made the same year. But that's it for her. Yeah, no, she pretty much quit after that. She is in the July 73 issue of Playboy. Well, well, well. So she stopped acting. I wonder what she's up to. Do I? I don't know that I want to look and see. Hey, we're watching a movie here, man. They're fucking zombies, bro. There's some really interesting like IMDb trivia and which you can't really take I, I think it's not a good idea to uh to take literally. Somebody here says Richard Johnson <laughs> rewrote all of his dialogue. Do you think that's true? Um it happens a lot more often than you think. Give me an example. I agree with you. But Robert you Shaw. It? What What do you mean? Oh, well, he had help. Well, you know, they gave it to him and he said, fuck this, I can do better. Rutger Hauer. Fuck this, I can do better. Rutger Hauer always, mm. always wrote a monologue. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming for you, Bill. The world's coming for you, oh, Bill. Oh, man. You read that book, right? I did read that book. I finished that book finally, and yeah, it's... Uh, the book I'm talking about is... Uh, uh, it's called A Convenient... Convenient Parallel Dimension. Yeah, it's uh, a book about the making of Ghostbusters. Well, all the Ghostbusters. All the Ghostbusters. I, it was a gift for Chris, mm-hmm. for Crimbus. Crimbus. Uh, that I was gifted, and I read, and it blew my mind, and I thought immediately, you have to read it. We're coming for you, Bill. Yeah. This is frightening. I mean, that does look like a CBGB uh, mosh pit, though. It could be, yeah. <laughs> but they're all on heroin instead of meth. Which I guess if you're going to be in a mosh pit, doing it with a bunch of junkies is probably better <laughs> yeah, than doing it with a bunch like of meth heads. Really weak and yeah, just exactly. kind of like flopping yeah. their arms at you. Now, this siege really... This has got some, like, Assault on Precinct 13 vibes. Well, as any good zombie movie should be a siege film. I think, now, you asked if I thought Fulci saw uh, uh, the Alan Ormsby 
Bob Clark movie, yeah. which I would say no, but I have a feeling he would have seen Assault. That's scary. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. you know, oh, my oh, God. Oh, nice. Dude, Jesus Well, you know, I wrote an entire play about dealing with zombies that way. Huh? Who did? I did. You did? Yes. Is that play available for people to um, get and then put on in their own theater community? Uh, talk to me about production rights, and yeah, we can go over that. But yeah. Talk to me. Five bucks. I'll, I'll yeah. hook it up for you guys. Yeah. yeah, I wrote a play called The Graveyard Shift with the Clive. That was uh, say that title again. Oh no! Oh no! He bit his face off. Jesus Christ! Sorry, hey, Chris. This is another Fulci trademark. The guys that you think are like the leads again, just wiped out, done. Yep. Just done. like when Chris George gets his brain squeezed out, and uh, that dude just reacted more intensely to, to the this doctor guy's death than, than to his, his own, own girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. Well, he remembered. He's like, I can get a good new girlfriend now. It's Dick Miller. He shows up in everything. <laughs> He's standing on an apple box, though. Now, how many times is it going to take before he realizes you got to shoot him in the head? We got one shot. Ew. That was okay. a delayed reaction. I don't know. He shot him, shoot him in the face. I don't know where he shot him, but. No, he's fucking gone, bro. <laughs> you guys are doing that. Now, is there a zombie dick grab kind of like in the end of pieces in this movie? Or? <sighs> that's one of the. That's the one I was talking about, Chris. Yeah, with all the white shit on their Yo, face. That thing looks dead. Yeah, it does. Very the waxy. Lips look sealed. Yeah, waxy, right? Ew, man. Do you think Fulci got a real corpse to come to life? Maybe. That fast lunge. Ew. That's a really good arm effect right there. What do you think? You think that's better than Savini? Um, well, here's the thing. You know, the fact that they were able to do it slightly out of focus. <laughs> like her- <laughs> come on, honey. Fulci's not above letting this girl be in a, a sweaty white shirt either. Um, and you get a, a couple of... <laughs> Careful, it's... Uh... Oh. <laughs> Just ask for help. Well, dude, you get a fucking riot gun and a fucking <laughs> scout rifle. Dude, holy shit. I just... Freddy Kriggins, the mannequin, just scared the shit out of me. Never mind that you were the one that put him there. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That just scared <laughs> That made my heart stop for a second. Oh, maybe Ooh. it was a buckshot. That guy really looked like that squib hurt. Mm. No bras in the Caribbean. I guess not. Why put your back to the... No. Oh, Oh, no. We want into the real big fish show. (laughs) (laughs) They're all bald. We want to see Skank and Pickle. Damn, Skank and Pickle. There's a fucking band I haven't heard in a long time. Let us in for Mustard Plug. (laughs) 
Who's your favorite ska band, Chris? Madness. Ooh, here they come. Yeah, here's another. This is on the back of the cover box. And then here this comes. I love this shit. They're just tossing these things like crazy. So wait crazy. a second. There's fire, fire, but it looks like every time they throw it, there's no fire there. Never mind the fact that we just threw six Molotov cocktails. <laughs> when we throw the seventh one, there won't be any fire around. Yeah, you're also <laughs> throwing them a little short, guys. <laughs> throw them at the guys. This reminds me, really it does, of Assault on Precinct 13. Well, it's a siege movie, dude. Come on. Well, it's sudden, now it is. It's a, uh, I wouldn't call this a siege movie. I would say it's turned into a siege it's, movie. It's turned into. I mean, it climaxes as a siege. But seriously, every good zombie movie is going to be a siege movie, man. I'm telling you. Look at all the shit coated. You're, you're dead, dude. You're, you got shot in the head. I'm artfully dying. Yeah, this is my big scene. This is my big moment. <laughs> I feel like in one of the Romero movies, there's a guy that gets shot in the head, a zombie that like takes forever to fall down to. Mm. Not his arm. His arm's on fire. Can we put this out now, please? My dick is on fire. So, uh, Gates of Hell or City of the Living Dead or Paranala Cita di Morti Viventi also ends with a bunch of zombies getting toasted and lit on fire and body parts falling off. I don't blame Fulci. It's kind of awesome. <laughs> I'd want to put it in every movie I made, too. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have our last stand in a big clapboard wooden building <laughs> covered in alcohol and long, wispy mosquito nets. And we're going to back ourselves into a corner and just set everything on fire. Yeah. That's that's Fulci's assistant director telling the actors what yeah, they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, cool. So is this all going to be... And we've uh, got one little mini fire extinguisher over here in the corner. So yeah. are things going to be fireproofed? No. Oh. Uh, do you, wait, do you want to pay for it? Well, I I mean, you're not paying we me can, to be in the movie. Can, do you... Uh, do you still want to pay for it? <laughs> I mean, if it'll make me safer... <laughs> cool. So Brandon's going to buy all the fire extinguishers and fire retardant clothing for everyone. Thanks, Brandon. Now, the thing is, is these guys are really here doing this kind of stuff. Now, I mean, the amount of... Hey, this was filmed in the Caribbean, where life is cheap. (laughs) I do believe this was filmed in Italy, actually. Like, these these parts. All of the interior sequences were filmed in... uh, a city in Italy. I want to say it's called Latvia, Labia. Latvia. That's up by the fucking. Is that where Doctor? Oh, well, there she is. There oh she is. no! Oh. oh, dude, don't listen. You didn't cry when I died, so now you're fucked. Bro, just dude. Oh, I always hate it when somebody i always forget that guy gets it i feel like he's the he survives what is he waiting for what were you waiting for uh this was shot in latina italy latina as well as new york and santa domingo santo domingo here's something interesting 
the actors' contracts uh, specify that there were going to be trailers <laughs> during production, and there were not. Oh, there were trailers. They actually had a big screen that they were constantly projecting trailers on <laughs> from all the other movies that Fulci had made. Joe Dante ripped this ending off for the howling. <laughs> definitely, definitely. There's the boat. Everything's okay, guys. They Wait get to a go. second, but I thought the shaft was broken. <laughs> it's been fixed. <laughs> Can we go any faster? Lady. Is he pretending he's Roger from Dawn of the Dead? It is kind of a Roger moment, mm. just like way later. Ugh. I don't want to be walking around like that. No, I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to come back. <laughs> now, what would you, what do you think, Chris? Would you want to just wait, or would you want me to just put an end to it right now at this moment? Um, no, I'd be like, you know, but you got to make sure that I'm coming back before you do it. Okay, so you would want me to just to wait there for you to yeah, pass on. Just just make and then sure, make sure yeah, yeah, make sure that I'm dead. For real. And then you can Would you me. do that? <laughs> would you be that dramatic about it? <laughs> I think you would. Well, I would be that dramatic because basically I'd be shitting out all my internal organs at that point, going, Ah <laughs> I feel like you would have the most dramatic zombie death. You'd really drag it out. I would try to. Yeah, yeah, I think you I should. I would try to, yeah. Let's just hope that that happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's make that Sounds our, good. That's our a, friend pact. <laughs> <laughs> Spit on my hand, blood brothers. I don't care. Oh, this... This movie's done wonders for my hair, Lola. Because, like, if you look at him at the beginning of the movie, like, he looks like he has a full head of hair. Yeah, before they were... you get down, like, he's like, I'm going to Before the water starts, like, swamping his hair down. Well, I think he was using that Ron Popeil fucking spray (laughs) hair shit, and it washed (laughs) off with all the sweat. Because, like, that dude has, like, no hair. Oh, poor guy. Look, that sucks. I would never be able to watch this movie if that were me. (laughs) I would be like, I can't, I can't. I love it. Chaos in the streets. Chaos in the streets. Traffic is going to be the same as usual. I like how on the radio you can hear all the horns in the background. I know. Honk, honk. (laughs) It's fucking New York, man. And of course, this was filmed before they put that ordinance up. You're not allowed to honk your horn in New York anymore. Oh, yeah. That's weird. I like the idea. Yeah. How about that that is Rockin' Ricky Rialto on the radio? Was that Rock and Ricky? Yeah, that's Rock and Ricky, and he's—I don't know what's going on here. No, it's not, right. but it is New York, so it could be. Come on, this is Christmas, not Halloween. <laughs> now, here's a really kind of creepy thing: is that a buddy of mine um, was in Manhattan on September 11th, and you Ew. know when they shut everything down, people that 
were living in Brooklyn had to go across the Brooklyn Bridge just like these zombies are. And um, Ooh, that's he, he, was ta- he, was, he was taking some pictures and this mass exodus from the city. You know, it was it was a creepy fucking thing to see. So that always reminds me, you know, whenever I watch this now, it reminds me of then. Maurizio Trani. Go ahead, Brandon. Let it out, man. Let it out. Like, I'm serious. I am like a little child here. So Brandon has left us because his very petite bladder has filled once again. But filmed on location and at Ilios RPA Studios. (gasps) That's it. It went black all of a sudden. But yeah, get some cool audio here from that Fabio Fabrizi score and a little uh, replay of the most memorable scenes in the movie shark versus zombie splinter in the eye cross-eyed zombie lady half-naked scuba diving and a lot of shots to the head so ladies and gentlemen Thank you for joining us for our commentary of Lucio Fulci's 1979 classic, Zombie. I hope you enjoyed listening to me and Brandon ramble on, or Brandon and me, I guess I should say. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening to Dead City Driving. I'm sure Brandon's going to want to say something else when he gets back on the mic, so uh, I'm just vamping. sound like a complete and utter fucking idiot while i'm doing this don't i but yeah lucio fulci if you have not spent time uh, looking up his filmography and checking out his movies it behooves you to do so um who knows maybe you'll be lucky and you'll be able to actually distinguish gates gates of hell from the beyond from house by the cemetery dude i am so sorry i almost pissed my jinkos yeah, well, you know. I missed the end credits! Yeah, well, you only missed a little bit. All right. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff. No, nothing really fun. Did I miss anything that you were saying? Not Can really. I join no, in on I was, I was vamping. I, was I didn't just, even you know, look. I, I didn't even just, buckle my yeah. belt. Look at this. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> put, put that away. The rat's going to bite it off. <laughs> Guys, this was so much. That was Lucio Fulci's Lucio zombie. Lucio Fulci. Fulci, Fulci. Now, I know, obviously, we're talking all over the movie, but how about how was it for you, Chris? Did you enjoy it? Were you having a good time? Yes, absolutely. No, you know, every time I watch this movie, I like it more and more. You know, and this has been a process over the last, well, shit, I can say probably 30 years. Yeah. I like being a part of your, uh, your Fulci come around. <laughs> I mean, it's like I've seen so many Fulci movies, but like I, I always say it, I, you know, his his movies aside from this and Don't Torture a Duckling, um, New York Ripper. Yeah. What about it? Um, that's probably one of his sleaziest oh, movies dude, that right movie there. Is ro- that movie yeah. is grody. Yeah. <laughs> but he does have this obsession with Donald Duck. I mean, between like Don't Torture a Duckling and you know, New York Ripper, but... um. Yeah, this this movie's just bad shit, you know, and that's part of the reason why I like it. But 
Now, should we? Can we take a second to talk about the 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 sequels to this movie before we end this thing? Sure, go right ahead, man. Well, you know, it's pretty convoluted. Mm-hmm. It's not as convoluted as like the demons, you know, series, but there are a lot of zombie movies. Um, and you mean there are a lot of movies that go by the title of zombie. Yes. That's what you're That have taken the title, and depending on the region, the country that you live in, they're all different. Uh, Can I give a quick little rundown? This is going to sound insane, but here we go. Um, So in Italy, we have Dawn of the Dead as Zombie. There's also a Zombie 2, which is what we just watched. Mm -hmm. And in 1988, there's a movie called Zombie 3. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Turd. And then... um, in in England, of course, it's Zombie Flesh Eaters. Uh, zombie Flesh Eaters Two is actually Zombie Three, mm-hmm. and then Zombie Flesh Eaters Three is a movie called After Death, which is all intents and purposes Zombie Four, which is not good either. Correct. Then there is in in Thailand, you get Zombie Flesh Eaters Four, which is also AKA Killing Birds, which is another movie. Then you have in Australia you have Zombie 4 Bacterian aka Panic. Uh Zombie 5 Vengeance, originally titled Vengeance of the Zombies. Zombie 6 The Mirage, Dawn of the Mummy. Uh Zombie 7 Last Rites is actually Night of the Seagulls, which is the third film in the Blind Dead series. Mm-hmm. You get Zombie 8 or uh uh Urban Decay, that's a newer movie. Um Killing Birds, I mentioned that one earlier. Zombie 3 Return of the Zombies, which is really just a Paul Nashy film called The Hanging Woman. And there's actually a werewolf in that one, so anyway. You have Zombie 4, uh, a.k.a. Uh, A Virgin Among the Living Dead, <laughs> which is a Hastings Franco there film. There is Zombie 9, Shitting Weasels. <laughs> yep. And- uh, Zombie 5 is uh, Revenge in the House of Usher, another Frank- Franco film. Uh, Zombie 6, Monster Hunter... The original title is Absurd, which I guess is like a pseudo-sequel to Anthropagus. Oh, okay. Zombie 7, a.k.a. The Grim Reaper in 1980. Then you also have Let Sleeping Corpses Lie, which was released as Zombie 3. Zombie Holocaust was also released as Zombie 3. Nightmare City was released as Zombie 3. Well, yeah, they were just chalking everything up, but... Hell of the Living Dead. I'm almost done. Hell of the Living Dead was also released as Zombie 4 and Zombie 5, Ultimate Nightmare. Uh, Burial Ground was released as Zombie 3. Um, Zombie 90, Extreme Pestilence, was released as Zombie 7. Guys, the zombie series is just fucking insane. But, highly recommend... You stick to these, the yeah, Dawn to of the, the Dead and the Zombie 2. Yeah. Although, uh, one of the zombie, I can't remember if it's, I actually like Killing Birds, which is Zombie 4. That's kind of a weird movie. I just call that a Saturday afternoon, really. <laughs> and know, then Poisoning Pigeons in the Park. I think Zombie 3 is the one where there's like a head in a refrigerator that goes flying around the room. Is that Zombie 3? No, that's uh, Bride of Reanimator. No, 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 no. Anyway, guys, there's a lot of zombie movies, but um, let's put it this way. I'm glad we got the zombie out with you guys just oh, now. Yeah. And you, Chris, it's always fun to watch movies with you. I'm going to be zombie, and you can be zombie. Ooh, I love it. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for listening to another commentary special. God 
Damn it! What happened? I'm a rat in my fucking pants. Oh come no! On. Get right. him come, out come of come here! Come on, come on. He just wants a name. Look, I'm Brandon Windish. That's Chris Holcomb. At all, remember in th- this drive-in. Uh, if uh, 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 the, the cars are rocking, doesn't you probably got a fucking mutant rat in your <laughs> pants. God damn it! Bye, guys. For more Dead City Drive-In content, head over to patreon.com slash deadcitydrive-in to get episodes ad-free, monthly bonus episodes, and feature-length commentaries chosen by you, the Dead City Denizens. That's patreon.com slash deadcitydrive-in. Want to have words with the management? Email us at deadcitydrive-in at gmail.com. And hey, why not rate and review Dead City Drive-In on Apple Podcasts? It'll help us grow the show and splatter just the right amount of slime and sleaze onto our mutant-friendly drive-in screen. Dead City Drive-In. Under 17, not admitted without parent.